Hi, you're with Julian on the brown note on a Sunday afternoon where I like to do nothing better than make pointless music reviews. Now a perfect 10, uh, which is my, into every now and again I'll review an album which is one of my favourites of all time, which I've listened to over and over. Um, and as I said, I think in the last one, the Saf Jan Stevens one, I don't believe Flawless is 10 out of 10 because Flawless could be 7 out of 10 and nowhere near reach skyscraping heights of uh, originality or genius. This one's both. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space by Spiritualized from 1997, an album that at the time uh, the New Musical Express gave album of the year to, ahead of OK Computer by Radiohead. It is a better album by a band than OK Computer that year. That was a pivotal year in British music because the most fertile period of British music since the 1960s was, or the punk, post-punk era, was probably 1989 to around 1994 where uh, across techno and big beat and trip-hop and shoegaze and Britpop eventually, uh, there was so much scenes music going on. And then Oasis came along with their enormous jackboot and Britpop and squashed it all dead. Um, so what you've got in 1997 is there's no more scene music. You've got a lot of bands like Spiritualized, like Radiohead, and importantly, the Verve's Urban Hymns came out that year too, very importantly for this story. And they weren't bands in scenes. They didn't really relate to, you know, Man Manchester or Baggy or anything like that that had happened before. They liked the cure and the order in their own bubble. Uh, Spiritualized had emerged off the back of the duo of Jason Pierce and Sonic Boom, who still makes great music to this day. Uh, and so does um, Spiritualized. Their last album, Everything Was Beautiful, was fantastic uh, in 2022. Didn't get the attention it deserved at all. But he and uh, Sonic Boom formed a band called Spaceman 3 in the 1980s, releasing several albums and becoming hugely influential in the genres of things like space rock and drone music and noise music and so on. He, once they split, uh, formed Spiritualized, who had pure phase and laser-guided melodies, another classic album, uh, come out at the start of the 90s. They were very much more sort of dirgy and much more sort of built around these repeating Velvet Underground riffs. Um, that wasn't what happened with Ladies and Gentlemen, We're Floating in Space, an album of incredible depth uh, in songwriting and arranging and usage of a full-blown choir and orchestra and enormous ambition. How, like, the, the chances of you getting an indie band to have that level of budget today is unthinkable um how he did it i don't know but it is um for me one well when i did my 30 favorite albums of the year not the ones that i said are the greatest uh my favorite album was astral weeks by van morrison my second favorite album of all time was later uh, la was ladies and gentlemen were floating in space by spiritualized the theme which opens the album uh, the opening voice you hear is this discombobulated voice in a supermarket I believe or that's what it sounds like saying ladies and gentlemen we are floating in space comes from the novel Sophie's World by Justine Garda only philosophers embark on this perilous expedition to the outmost reaches 
of language and existence. Some of them fall off, but others cling on desperately and yell at the people nestling deep in the snug softness, stiffing themselves with delicious food and drink. Ladies and gentlemen, they say, we are floating in space, but none of the people down there care. A bit like Beck's Sea Change, it's an album that's become synonymous with heartbreak and being a heartbreak album because the relationship between Jason Pierce and the spiritualized keyboard player Kate Radley had badly broken up and she had secretly married Richard Ashcroft, the lead singer of The Verve. As far as indie scandals go, I don't think you can get any better than that. Um, uh, and it's, it clouded the whole album uh, as being his re reaction to that. He has kind of denied that it was, saying that some of the saddest songs were written before the breakup. Um, but it's certainly an album that is very... Uh, it, it is an album which is thematically links three things. Uh, and that's why it's thematically at its strongest, is the fact that it takes these three things and, and shows the similarities between them. One is drug addiction, two is obsessive love and heartbreak, and three is religion. And that is woven through the album. More than a heartbreak album, it's a heroin album. The title track opens the album, and it feels a lot like um, the opening of the Velvet Underground and Nico. It's, um, a, it's a track analogous to Sunday morning. It's very blissful. It's very beautiful and it's very sad. All I want in life is a bit of love to take the pain away is the opening motif. And the song is built in layers of these repeating motifs as it grows. Uh, it also interpolates I Can't Help Falling In Love by Elvis Presley, whose estate asked them to remove that bit. Um, and then from around 2009, it's been put back into the song. So that's the version that you'll get now. I only heard that version for the first time when I was very lucky to watch Spiritualize play the entire album at the Sydney Opera House with a choir and an orchestra and I burst into tears hearing it the first time. Uh, it was so emotionally overwhelming that just the whole choir just went straight into I Can't Help Falling In Love. It was an amazing moment uh, and it's a stunning way to start the album. As grand as something like um, Plain Song by The Cure on Disintegration. Come Together is the rockiest track on the album. Uh, it's got a really roomy groove. It almost reminds me a bit of um, Primal Scream. Um, it's a very, very heroin song. Um, the tracks of time, those tracks of mine. Um, the dulled the pain but killed the joy. Um, and it swears all the way through. It's got lots of trumpets and gospel music going on. Um, it's a fantastic track um, and uh, probably the most hard driving groove on the whole album. The, there are two centerpieces on the album and the alpha centerpiece is Think I'm In Love, which is an astonishing nine, eight minute piece of music, the, the longest track on the main part of the album. And it does what Jason Pierce does really, really well, which is build songs on simple motifs that grow. Uh, and it just grows minute after minute. He can do something very small with a couple of notes on a guitar and just build it. It's almost mathematical. Um, the lyrics start very dreamy um, and very, very heroiny. Uh, Love in the middle of the afternoon, just me and my spike. 
and my arm and my spoon. Um, but then it's, once it kicks in into this coda that lasts for about six minutes of its duration, um, which is the main part of the song, you get this incredible call and response lyric. Think I'm in love, probably just hungry. Think I'm your friend, probably just lonely. Think I can fly, probably just falling. It's like he, it's like one voice is offering this optimistic romantic vision that's immediately cut down with this incredibly sour uh, rebuttal. Um, and yeah, it's and like most of the album, when the uh, instrumentation is is not in a dirge, it's so the soundstage is so beautiful on this album. Several of the tracks are like that, um, and the uh, follow-up as well. Um, Uh, all of my thoughts is beautiful uh, it's the first time that the album goes into full-blown atonal free jazz noise um, and then like every at uh, the end of each noise passage it's got this really exciting rebirth that's very dramatic and satisfying like it's heading off into a new song um, stay with me is the most warm and nostalgic romantic song on the album it's not as heartbroken it's very very beautiful it's got these cascading riffs um, which make it sound like Christmas. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, Electricity was a single and it's a very fine track. It's a thrilling track. It's driving and um, like a lot of David Bowie albums, uh, the single is often the least interesting track on the album and I kind of feel that way here. Um, it's the one track on the album I could imagine an up and coming indie band making who really like the Velvet Underground. Whereas I think even in a spiritualized discography, this album is apart from their music or other people's music. Um, but it's still a fine song. Uh, Home of the Brave is a fragment of heartbroken lyrics at the start. Sometimes I have my breakfast right off of a mirror. Sometimes I have it right out of a bottle. Um, it's pretty dark stuff and then it goes into um, noise music for the rest of its duration which is continued by um, the following track uh, the individual which is basically it's basically one long track as the the noise motif very John Coltrane mid 60s uh, and Miles Davis as well the I said the alpha centerpiece of the album was think I'm in love the Omega centerpiece is the unbelievably beautiful track uh, broken heart which is the saddest song on the album uh, it just feels completely desolate but it's lifted by one of the most beautiful uses of strings in all of music i feel which just transcendental just goes on and on and on tapering and tapering reminded me of one of the most i think the most beautiful individual fragment of music composed for film for the mu uh, movie contempt by jean-luc goddard which you may know much better as um, Martin Scorsese used that music and that particular bit extensively in the movie Casino. If you remember when De Niro goes to meet Joe Pesci in the desert and there's this long tracking shot of the car and he says about how he's normally got, you know, a 90% chance of coming home and now he's got a 50-50. That's the music. Uh, it's used quite a few times. It's the saddest song. It's so beautiful. Um, and I'm wasted all the time. 
there's a last freak out with no god only religion uh, on a remarkably noisy album for something that is often so pretty and so well produced um if you sort of had a chilled out afternoon if you know what i mean you'd probably have people saying it's a bit much isn't it because you do get these minutes of absolute noise dirges the album proper finishes with Cool Waves, which it sounds like a South Pacific song. It reminded me of the, um, there's a bit in the movie The Thin Red Line by Terence Malick where they're walking along the beach and there's this incredibly warm piece of um, music they must have composed for the film playing and it reminds me of that. But it's also a counterpoint to the title track that opens the album in that it feels a bit nursery rhyme as well and it's it's either it's it's many things at once um one it, one interpretation could be it's like coming out of being heartbroken the other is it's in in falling into the warm embrace of death um and that's the album but then there's a, a coda track which is it's there are several albums that have pulled a similar stunt to this whereas um i mean last year uh, there's a no uh, tunnel under ocean boulevard the album kind of finished and then there were these sort of three tracks tagged on to the end that did slightly different things. Uh, I'm thinking of the album Screamadelica by Primal Scream and the Dixie Narco EP which came out after, uh, which can t kind of tag on to the end of the album. And I'm thinking of um, Sister Feelings Call from Simple Minds, which kind of works in the same way um, as an extended coda to the album Sons and Fascination where it seems to use the parts of the album in a different way. Cop You Cop goes on for 17 minutes. It's got the best groove on the whole album, I think. Uh, and it's got Dr. John, the New Orleans legend, on piano. And some lyrics by John Prine as well, including something that almost reminds me of Paceman's Horses, the opening. Hey man, there's a hole in my arm where all the money goes. Jesus Christ died for nothing. I suppose it's a, an astonishing album um, that merges heroin addiction, obsessive love and religion, uh, mainly heroin addiction and heartbreak uh, and being wasted. Uh, and it's an incredibly beautiful arranged album. Every song seems to flow in and out of the same space, uh, refracting it in a different manner. Um, it's full of memorable lyrics and incredible passages of music uh, and it's even down to the packaging on the packaging I think it's, it's made out to look like a pharmacy slip and it's got like I think it says take one pill orally every 80 minutes um, it's a, an absolute landmark spiritualized have gone on to continue making great music but this stands alone for me as a better album than Radiohead's OK Computer. And it's my second favorite album of all time. So, ladies and gentlemen, We Are Floating in Space by Spiritualized is a perfect 10 out of 10.